Hello podcast friends! Today I want to talk about career. So I've been out of college for about a year now and I've had two different jobs and I've had some, as expected, some struggles that I feel would be valuable to share with you guys. Specifically, I want to talk about being a young woman in a highly male-dominated industry and not only male-dominated but um, very, um, a very, uh, I want to say maybe borderline sexist, um, <clears throat> just very, very little regard for women, and I felt that personally, and I experienced it, and kind of want to just talk about my experiences with that, and how to still, in, um, in an environment like that, still stand up for yourself, and still speak your truth, and not be afraid of anybody, And the other thing that I want to talk about is kind of piggybacking off of that, Um, but just being 100% unapologetically you, even in the work world. So that includes standing up to your boss, being honest about who you are, what you can handle, what you can do, and what you're not comfortable with. So I hope this helps you guys and I hope you find some value in it. Um, Let's get into the discussion. So let's talk about being a 22-year-old girl in the car industry, very um, male-dominated, male-run. It's very rare to see female managers, and I feel like there's not a lot of respect towards women in general. That's just, you know, my perspective. I know not every dealership will be that way, but it's kind of like a rough... A rough um, male environment, very masculine, I guess, is the way to describe it, and I'm a very soft, gentle spirit. I don't like being disrespected or seeing others disrespected. I don't like conflict. I don't like to confront anybody, and I don't like to step on anyone's toes and argue, but this was a sales job, so there were a little bit, there was competitiveness, there were people arguing um, over deals and fighting over it. And, you know, I got into that too, not because I wanted to be selfish, but because I think I gave off the vibe that anybody could just take advantage of me because I was just not one to make a huge deal out of so if say me and another person split a deal we would get half the commission that we would have gotten if it was a whole deal and I was just not a big fan of making a huge deal out of it like if somebody was very upset because they felt that we split the deal and they deserved the whole deal um I ran into that and at first I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. There's bigger things to worry about. Just take the whole deal. I'm fine. And that attitude, I think, was maybe taken the wrong way because everybody else was doing the same thing to me. And I was realizing, like, not only are people thinking that they can take deals away from me, They were doing it now without my permission. They were taking full deals and not even asking me to split it. And 
There was also, I think, a little bit of favoritism with the management, which added another layer of complication. But I knew I was doing my job as they told me to. I was doing it exactly what they told me to. And I was not getting paid on that, basically, because they were taking these deals away from me. So it was really upsetting to me. And my direct manager was a female. She was actually hired on after I started. But she was not of the same seniority as the other managers so um i think she was technically supposed to be on the same level but no one really looked at her with that respect unfortunately so um oh awkward silence i'm trying to get my thoughts in order um yeah i remember this being a really huge struggle for me so after this kept happening I got you know a little bit angry because even the pushover once they get taken advantage of too many times gets a little bit fed up so that's kind of how I got and I just started putting my foot down and um, I remember this one this one time in particular it was very very uncomfortable um, it was a guy that had been working there for years and years and years, like several years, he was old and he had his established business and I had gotten an internet lead. I was on the internet team, he was on the floor and sometimes these duplicate leads were what would lead to a deal being split. So I did 100% my job. I reached out to him, we talked on the phone, I followed up with him. Um, and I did all the procedures that they told me to do, but at the end of the day, one day I was off work and I noticed this, this guy who actually had just gotten promoted or he was in the process of being promoted to a sales manager. He was a salesperson still. So he was kind of a hybrid, which was a bad situation to start off with, but he didn't consult anybody. He just moved it to his name after seeing that I had done my job of, following up and calling and reaching out, leaving voicemails and staying in touch with this guy, right? So this guy, he takes the whole deal to himself. And I was a little fed up. I mean, I had lost several deals and I'm like, okay, I'm a nice person, but in no way is anybody going to take advantage of me ever. Like I will not allow that. And I was just, I just kind of stopped caring. I got to a point where I'd been pushed too much. So, and not to say it was easy. I was incredibly scared. I had to approach him. And I, I, had, I had gone to somebody else first to kind of consult and get their opinion because I was terrified. And I ended up approaching him. And the conversation went, I, don't, I can't think of a way it could have possibly gone worse. You know, I have this very submissive demeanor about me and I think it really came across and the guy that I was speaking with was very sarcastic and rude and condescending and it just made me feel really uncomfortable and to this day like our relationship never got repaired because it was just such an uncomfortable thing for a man an older man to talk down on a young woman like that I think it's just totally out of line especially because I was nothing I was not never anything but kind and respectful towards him but then what he wanted to do was 
get the customer involved. So he put his phone down on the money. He's like, let's call the customer and let him decide. And then I walked away at that point because I'm like, that's very unprofessional. And I just ended up taking it to the higher up manager. And I talked to all of the managers about it. I talked to the, so there's the sales managers. And then above that, there's the general sales manager. And then above that, there's the general manager. So I talked to both of them and I expressed my frustration. <clears throat> and at this point, I was nearing the time that I was going to leave this job because this was towards the end of my time there and I had truly had enough. The managers that hired me had left because there were problems and <clears throat> I was tired of the favoritism and just the disrespect that I was feeling. And even when we were in the... <clears throat> excuse me, oh my goodness, when we were in the manager that was above him, his office, the guy was, you know, getting snarky with me and making sarcastic comments and basically trying to make me look stupid, but I think it was, it was really empowering. Deep down, I knew where I stood and I knew that I was right in what I was thinking, and I was unwavering as much as he was going to try to make me look stupid. I wasn't going to leave until I felt that I was treated fairly. Or I wasn't going to... I, you can't always make people treat you fairly, but I wasn't going to back down, basically. I wasn't going to settle for anything less than I deserved. So I did get a split out of that deal. Even though it may have... like He did most of the work which I feel that con that I'm not saying that I should have had the split because of the work that I did, but just the amount of times that I've been disregarded when I did go above and beyond. It was kind of a situation where I was like, no, like I did my job as you told me to do it and I deserve to get paid on this. So I just didn't care at that point. Um, and I think... It's a really hard thing when you're young and you're you're timid and you have to stand up to yourself and I know especially it's it's men with me like it'd be easier for me to stand up to a girl but to a grown man I don't know it's it's just very intimidating and very hard but I was infinitely proud of myself for doing that and I would never turn back and I would do it a million times over because those experiences, even if you're shaking in the middle of it, I think they make you stronger for the next time. And they instill a, a sense of um, of just self-love in you and, and a sense of valuing yourself, knowing your value, knowing your worth, and knowing that nobody can take advantage of you. <coughs> and that's such a powerful thing. It really is. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I must be having allergies or something. So, all that being said, that, that was one story of a time that was really, really difficult for me to kind of approach somebody and stand up for myself. The other thing is in my current job, so I left this job because of those reasons. And in my current job, I'm now working in financial services. And in the financial services industry, there is a thing in a lot of jobs where the companies 
they have this business model with high turnover. They hire you, they have you sell to your friends, and then once you run out of friends to sell to, you basically can't make money, so you quit, and then they've, they haven't paid you a salary, you've been on commission, so they have nothing to lose, and it's, they exploit you for your book of friends, and it's terrible. It's the reason I didn't, I was very scared of getting in the financial services industry, so I found this job that told me something different. You don't have to sell to your friends, that's not what we're about, so... I ended up going through four interviews to get this job. I took a test to be pre-licensed. I went through two other tests to actually get my licensing. So I put a lot into this job. And once the time came for me to actually start building my business and start selling, I realized that I was only talking to my friends. And I was like, okay, this is not at all what I wanted. And... I didn't feel intrinsically good about it and that is so important like to me starting out in your career if you're young you have all the options in the world you don't need to do something that you don't feel right about you need to be at peace with yourself and you need to be happy about what you're doing or at least be on track to get to a place that ultimately you want to go and that's my opinion but whatever that's for another conversation <laughs> so all that being said, I was so uncomfortable. They were giving me these these guidelines, these scripts, these the structure of how I was supposed to conduct meetings. And it all just felt so incredibly inauthentic, uncomfortable, forced, awkward. And I was not getting any good results because I knew I was just faking it. And I was like, I was thinking about it critically because... For a company, what they want is results. They want the results from me. So the reason they're giving me these scripts, the reason they're giving me all this stuff is because they want results. And I feel confident that I can get those results. And I was saying to myself, like, I can get these results, but I think the way that we're going about it is horrible and outdated and it doesn't work. So I kind of started dabbling in some things myself trying to strategize other ways, but it came to a point where I was ready to quit just several nights ago. I was actually ready to quit this job. I had just gotten this job. We're in the middle of coronavirus, lockdown, quarantine. People are losing their jobs. People are taking pay cuts, and I'm so miserable in this job that I'm ready to give it up, and I was like, okay, this is a really bad idea. I know I'm super unhappy and I'm anxious every day and I'm stressed and I feel at war with myself and I'm scared that my reputation's on the line and I'm going to lose friends. I had all these things going through my mind, but to me, in my mind, I'm like, at the end of the day, as much as I need a job, it just wasn't worth it for me to sacrifice who I am and be somebody that I'm not and lose all of my relationships. It just wasn't worth it. So... I was just at a place that I was crying, I was breaking down, I was on the phone with my parents telling them I hate my job, I'm so unhappy, this is just not what I wanted it to be and I'm truly scared that I'm going to paint myself in a bad light with the people that I love. And so, I, um, <clears throat> I 
wanted to take the night to sleep on it, but I was fully planning to be ending my career and then be searching frantically for some some kind of remote work that I could do on the internet. And I was already thinking ahead. I was thinking, you know, I can move back in with my parents for a little bit if I need to. They're all the way in Georgia. I'm in Ohio. Um, but yeah, and I, I woke up the next day and I, I sent a long text to my manager. And the hard thing was I had two appointments for that day that I was meeting with people virtually to talk with them. And I was not in that state of mind where I felt comfortable to do it. Like I was so scared of how those meetings were going to go because I knew my heart was in the wrong place. But I sent my manager basically a text and it was scary to a point, um, to a point, you know, I, I didn't want to, um, piss anyone off or get fired, I guess. But I was at a point where it was just, I have to be a hundred percent true to myself. Like after a while for me, I've gotten really fed up with faking things. I've gotten fed up with putting on a good face or, um, just pretending to be something I'm not to keep a job or to make a manager happy, to look good. I've just, lately, I don't know what it is, but I feel like with all the stuff I've been through in my career in just my short time, it's like, to me, it's not worth it. Like, I'm just tired of it. So in a very kind and very respectful way, because that's part of who I am, I was 100% transparent and honest, and I told her everything that I was feeling. And it's not something that most people would feel comfortable saying to a boss. You know, I was saying things like, I think this job is not a good fit for me. I I feel I had a wrong idea of what it was when I signed up. And, and um, sorry, I'm a little distracted. I felt that I had a wrong idea of what it was when I signed up and it's the very thing that I was trying to avoid in other jobs was just talking to my friends. This isn't right for me. I feel weird reading the scripts. I I don't feel intrinsically good about what I'm doing. And I love financial services, so it's not that. There's something with the process that's just not working for me. And I went into a little more detail. Basically, I told her, Everything I I was telling my parents without being disrespectful. And I was fully expecting to to get some kind of negative response. But it actually turned out to be the very best thing that I could have ever done. Because had I not done it, I would still be miserable doing the same thing. But she actually was receptive to it. And we adjusted and she told me, she reassured me with the fears that I had. And she's more than open to trying other things. And you're not going to get this with every company. I just want to preface that, which is why I was so scared. Because I I knew the the, the um, probability of her getting back to me with, with, no, this is the way we do it. And you're fired. Like, was probably, it's probably like, fairly likely because a lot of companies they're not willing to bend the rules and try new things but I think that's so important and like at least to me 
being an out-of-the-box thinker. I have to be independent. I have to be able to try ideas that I truly believe will work. Or I'm just not going to be happy in a job. Um, So all of that to say, like, I know it's scary standing up to a boss. I know it's scary to put yourself out there to be... To, to have someone say something mean about you, to lose your job. And I think how, how bold you can be really depends on your individual situation because some people are in a position where they desperately need to hold that job. And in those cases, maybe, maybe just waiting it out. But in my case... I'm fortunate to have the option to move back in with my parents if I need to cut down on my expenses. And they would be happy to have me. I'm also young. I have time on my side. And I just didn't feel like my life was relying on this job. So I, I feel that it gave me some courage to do a hard thing. And I think that by doing things like this, if you can if you can be so confident in yourself and know who you are and know what your capabilities are and play to your strengths, I think you can do so much good in a company beyond just doing what they want you to do. Like I truly believe this isn't this isn't being selfish this is in the best interest of the company that you're working for if you're self-aware of what you're good at what you're not what's working and what's not working you're gonna be so much better off and they're gonna be so much better off you're gonna be happier they're gonna make more money on their bottom line because you're gonna be doing the work better I think if we can have this mindset where where we stop putting on a suit and tie I mean, obviously we still have to dress up for going to work, but if if we stop putting on like the mental suit and tie, like I have to act like the perfect employee and I can't show my weaknesses and like, I think just being real could be so powerful and being honest about if you think that something could be improved, if someone's willing to hear you out, it can change a company. Like it can change the way things are being ran. It can make things more productive. It can make things better for everybody. I just, I, my hope is that nobody will feel like they don't have a voice because everybody has, I believe everybody has something amazing to offer, especially like with so many business owners being in their older adult ages, us people from Generation Z coming out of college we have so many new ideas and insights and we're technologically savvy. We have all these things to offer and a lot of people aren't gonna wanna hear us because simply put, they don't want change and they're stuck in their ways and they think we don't know anything, but we have a lot to offer and find a company that will value that. Find a company that will listen to your ideas and let you express that because it's so powerful and it's so needed for growth. I truly believe that from the bottom of my heart. We gotta stay evolving, we've gotta stay improving, and we've gotta stay honest and real. Can you, like, I can't, 
I can't imagine for, let me backtrack a little bit, telling my boss how I felt and being literally so vulnerable and honest to her was like the best thing I could have ever done. It strengthened my relationship with her. It strengthened my confidence in my job and it made me feel so proud that I took that I took the initiative to speak up for myself and do what's right for me. It made me it gave me a sense of control. Like I feel I truly feel only good can come out of it. Even if it ends up being a situation where you have to leave your job, you could be doing your company a service by doing that, by showing them, "Hey, I want to do the right thing. I don't want you to be wasting money on paying my salary if I'm not a good fit for this position. You're doing them a favor. And at the same time, it gives you the freedom to go find another job that does fit you well, that you can truly excel in. I think when you approach things with kindness, honesty, and the heart that wants to do right by everybody, I don't think you can you can go wrong by just being transparent and being real because at the end of the day, even the stuffy CEOs at the top of the company, they're people too. They're not some other kind of human. They're people too. And I think anybody would appreciate honesty. <clears throat> Especially if you come at it from an angle like, I'm doing this for you. I'm looking out for your best interest and my best interest. It needs to be a mutually beneficial situation I'm not sure if if I'm making sense or if I'm rambling but I hope you can sense my conviction and what I'm saying like I really think we especially girls like I'm going to speak to you girls stop trying to make people happy stop being a people pleaser and stop saying what you think they want you to say you've got to you've got to really like take control of your own career and speak up where you need to be willing to to find what's right for you and be willing to say no when things aren't right because it can really it can really change things like I know it's it, it was hard for me but it's it's already making a world of a difference like I'm seeing that like if I would have stayed quiet I don't know what would have happened I don't know, I probably would would be flunking out of this job and not hitting my upcoming quotas, but because I had that conversation, that hard conversation with her, I feel so much more at peace in my everyday life. I feel so much happier. I feel confident. It's just totally changed my mindset and my outlook of this job. And the same goes for my last job. When I spoke up, when I stood up for myself, it made it clear that it was not a good fit for me and that I had to get out. Speak your truth and don't be sorry. You've got to be yourself. And if people don't like it, it's just not a mutual fit. Anyway, guys, I'm getting a feeling like I'm talking and kind of talking in circles and not making really strong points. But I hope those stories that I shared with you made you feel inspired to like I said, take control and speak up and just be your own boss. Even if you're an employee in another company, you can still be the boss of your own life and you can you can speak your truth 
and stand up for yourself and tell learn to say no like if someone comes up to you and my like in my situation and wants to to take what you've worked hard for no who cares what they're gonna say you gotta speak your truth so I'm gonna wrap up this episode again I really hope it was helpful I would love to talk to any of you if you have a situation like this where you need to speak up and it's just a really uncomfortable thing for you feel free to reach out to me because I would really love to be a resource to help and I you know I'm still getting used to all this podcast stuff so I'm not sure exactly how we would get in touch but leave a comment or if I can put my email in this somehow (laughs) feel free to send me an email I really do want to be a resource to help you guys I hope you have an amazing day and really take this to heart if you've got something that's going wrong in your life You may just have the control to change it just by speaking up. So don't be scared. Do the hard things. Thank you guys so much for listening.